All right, well, welcome everybody back to In the Car with Bark. As you can see here, I'm uh, implement the video part of everything. I assure you I'm safe. Both hands are on the wheel, kinda. I mean, I'm on a straight stretch, it's fine. But uh, yeah, we are in the car. I'm using my wipers. It is gross and snowy. Okay, wipers, that's, that's enough. You're gonna get some thuds in this one, some bangs. She bangs, she bangs, oh baby, yeah, she moves. Anyways, so Ohio, cold wintry day. A lot of, uh, a lot of shit on the grounds. I hope that mic moving. I'm going to come up with a better setup than this, but for now, this is, this is the setup, um, which is, you know, at least I'm hands-free. I'm just talking. The mic may, like, bop me in the nose or hit me in the teeth or something like that. And I'm an audio guy, so I'm going to let it be known that I'm using a Electro Voice PL10 that my friend Joe from Red Cabin Acoustics on YouTube, he brought me this all the way from Cleveland. YouTube is cool. You make connections. Bounce, bounce. Yeah, I'm going to have to have to be a better system than that, but I digress. It is a cold, shitty day. Uh, the roads might be a little bit icy. Everything might be a little bit dicey. Oh my God, I am 40. That is exactly what that is. So here's bounce, bounce. When I get on the highway, we'll get less bounce. But um, kind of a great topic for today because I'm on my way to work. And I, I know back in my day, back in my day, we drove 84 miles through the snow on a tricycle to get to work. Like I'm sure you did. Sure you did. Good for you. Um, I'm not that person. I think it's kind of stupid to go to work when the roads are ice. But the precedent that America has set is, you know, make money for the for the big man. Make make money for the bigger bank account, not your own. So come to work. No matter what the conditions are, you get your ass to work and you fucking work, you little bitch. Basically what it is. So I am on my way to work. Admittedly, I didn't feel well yesterday, so I was off yesterday. So look at me being a hypocrite. Uh, this is different, though. You know, this is not the greatest road conditions, and I need to go to work. It's fine, I guess. I mean, I am confident in my own driving. What bothers me is everyone else's driving. That's the thing. Everyone else's driving. Mine's fine. You know, I'm good. I'm good. Maybe. I don't know. I need a haircut. I really look middle-aged, especially at this camera angle. That's okay, though. Uh, if you're wondering, just for the sake of knowing, this is a Comica 82. It's like a portable interface for a camera or smartphone. You can toggle between the two. And uh, it's running straight into my, into my phone here, recording this lovely podcast. But again, shitty driving conditions. Perfect topic for the day working your life away which is what america tells you you should do they also tell you that they're ran by duncan and that's not true so or that america runs on oh bopped me right in the nose this is what i'm driving to work to folks rough terrain in a hyundai ascent my work car oh, i hope nobody's coming because i can't see anyways so 
you realize soon in your life, well, middle midway through your life. Let me let me rephrase. In my twenties, and for a lesser extent, to a lesser extent, in my early thirties, I was perfectly content to be that guy that worked his life away. Perfectly content. Quick break. No quick break. Okay. Ice on my windows. It's that bad. So I was content to be that guy that worked his life away and uh, achieved and aspired for greatness. I used to work at a which is a uh, just like an errands or a rent-a-center. You would, you know, rent stuff to people for them to potentially own and they'd end up paying four to five times more for it than it costs. Uh, than it costs at like a Walmart. Like, for example... At one time, PlayStation 3s were like $199. I saw people pay $850, $900, for them through Renttone. Granted, it only got to the 1000 mark if they were always late and paying late fees on top of it. But people paid outrageous prices for some basic consumer-level shit. But anyways, this company um, financially treated you pretty well. I got to a point where I made six figures running my own rent-to-own store, and that was awesome and all, but by the way, just for that whole achievement thing, I really gave a shit. Like, I really did. I was manager of the year of the store of the year in like 2018, I believe. I'd had a really good career, and I'm not saying I was the best at it or anything like that. Like, I just, I had a good career. I, I gave a shit. I cared. I wanted to be great. I wanted to be good. And I don't know if it's the middle age that hits or what, but all of a sudden in your, you know, my mid thirties anyways, I was like, fuck all this. But at the same time, I had a CEO that was a fucking asshole, absolute fucking asshole, misogynistic, like fucking far right, crazy fucking make me money or die. Just an asshole that knew how to play not an asshole until you got to be one of his managers and then you saw oh this guy's this guy's a dick so anyways this guy was horrible 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 actually was yeah I won't get into that right now maybe some other time some really low level shit long story short he banged every girl that worked for the company but he was the CEO it was kind of gross but uh not kind of it was full on full on Anyways, so I worked for this company, and I was good. Everything was great, and then it wasn't. And then I started to realize that, you know, I I have kids. I have a wife. I actually enjoy being home with my family. And then I got to the point where I was like, I really need to do something for me. Like, I need to work for me, not make money for someone else granted I'm not there Um, YouTube and podcasting was part of that decision to attempt to become self-sufficient and it's I'm not there yet Um, Obscure Mics is my channel on YouTube and I do do okay there financially like I you know 5300 subscribers still a small channel but I've got a, a great little community that watches what I do and I do make some money and it does look promising that maybe someday not anytime soon 
then maybe I won't have to have a nine to five and work a, a job like that, you know? But that becomes very important. Or it's become very important to me to find a way to quit working for companies that just want to suck your life away. 40 hours a week. It sounds normal, but by the time I drive to work today, which is going to be a 40 minute drive easy, especially during because of the weather. Like I'm I'm not going to get home till 6 o'clock this evening. It's currently 8 a.m. I know some of you hard workers out there are going to be like, that ain't nothing, boy. But it is to me. You know, it is to me. And I know it is to a lot of other people. I feel like I'm partially Gen Z stuck in a millennial body. Barely millennial. Gen X. I'm a Gen Xial. But uh, I, I feel empowered. Like I want to be, I want to work for me. I don't want to work for the, the man. I hate to even use that term, the man. But I don't. I really don't want to work for companies and give my life away all for, what, a, maybe a piddly retirement, 401k, pension plan. I do have a pension plan. The place I work for now is, uh, you know, it's also financially solid for me. I just don't like giving all my time away. And money's not that important to me. I don't care about material possessions. I'm driving a Hyundai Accent from 2010, for God's sakes. The nicest thing I own is a, you know, a new family car. But only one car payment. I refuse to go with more than that. I live in a very normal middle middle income house. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want for much. I enjoy my time with my family because once time starts slipping away like it is right now, you really start to hone in on the fact that like I've only got one of these lives to live and making memories with the ones that I love is way more important than being successful at my job now if my job was all about me that may sound selfish then I you know I would want to be successful I'd, I'd want to be more successful because it's about me it's about my actual what I'm doing what I'm bringing to the world but working for a company you're not really bringing anything to the world anymore honestly because people that come into established businesses they're not that appreciative and nor should they be you're getting paid to be nice to them or you're getting paid to give them money or give them products or you know, it's still important to be nice and respectful and bring kindness and all that good shit. But it's just empty. It's kind of an empty thing. Like nothing about working for a company makes me feel whole. It just makes me, I'm just empty about that. And then when I'm gone or when I'm gone from work and I'm home or I'm gone from work and anywhere else, I feel much more whole. And that's a, that sucks. You know, like it's it's going to be really hard to replace my job income with creator income because I'm not some world-class creator. I'm recording in my fucking car for God's sakes. So, with this nice little rig I've got set up. But yeah, I don't want to work my life away. It's already halfway over, assuming I only make it to 82 if I can even get to 82. 
maybe by the time I'm 60, we'll have uh, enough technology to turn me into a T2 or a T1000. But half of it's over. Why would I want to be gone? I mean, you think about that. You wake up, you go to work. In my case, I'm home at 6 o'clock. My kids go to bed at 8, 8.30. I have two hours with them every night. My wife, you know, where I have two hours with them, that's not really quality time I'm spending with my wife. Then by the time they go to sleep, I have maybe an hour and a half to two hours of quality time with her. That sucks. That's not exactly what I envisioned uh, life being all about. Our sponsor for today, which is not true, is Kickstart by Mountain Dew. Ah, that's good. It's uh, it's what us middle-aged guys drink. Not really. I don't know anybody else that drinks it except for my buddy Denny, who I turned on to it. Dollar twenty-five a can. Sometimes a dollar, depending on where you get it. Fucking delicious. Caffeinated. Lightly carbonated. Fucking, fucking great. They used to have this blueberry pomegranate and raspberry citrus flavor. Uh, those were great. If we could blow this channel up and this podcast up and uh, get the word over to Mountain Dew that we need those flavors back, that would that'd be that'd be great. That'd just be great. Anyways, yeah, working our life away. I'm literally on my way to a manager's meeting in the icy storm. And it just feels dumb. It just feels really dumb. Like I, you know, it's, and it's expected. Not by not by my company in particular. By every company, it is expected that you. Sorry about that. It's expected that you want to be, yeah, team whoever you're working for. I'm team Walmart. Woohoo! That's something to be proud of. It, don't get me wrong. It's cool to be proud of shit. It's fine. Not everybody's going to think the same way as me. I guess I just don't understand your pride coming from something that someone else built. I mean, granted, you build a life based off the job that you have or get. You build a life from that. And everybody needs money. And not everybody's going to be able to be self-sufficient. Not everybody's going to open a business. Not everybody's going to try to do content creation some full time not everybody's going to be a singer or a movie star or an act you know not everybody's going to be known for their craft and not some rich ceo's craft it's impossible but it's getting more possible like the the idea that if you work really hard if you're interested that's the problem too you got to be interested in what you're doing you got to love what you're doing you got to be good at what you're doing, unless you're a Kardashian, then you don't have to do shit. Um, no disrespect. It's just fun. It's a fun thing. Like, why are they famous? They don't, they don't have any talent. Kim has some talent. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I just don't love, it's just what America's bred into us, is that we have to be this piece of the machine. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I also grew up on punk rock, so I am a bit of a, an anarchist in a way. But I really just don't I just don't like the idea of it. And it makes perfect sense. Because, again, it's not possible for everyone to create their, you know, to make their mark on the world as their name. It's just not, it's, it's unlikely and it's, it's not that possible. But 
those people that really want to live life to the fullest and have something to be happy about, which is another thing that's hard to find. Happiness is extremely difficult to find. Really, really tough to find. I didn't find it till I was in my 30s. Before that, I just kind of convinced myself I was happy here and there. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I'm sitting here preaching to no one really. Only the people that really are questioning what life's all about and how the best, how, how to best spend your time on this earth. That's really the only people that are feeling me right now, I'm sure. You know, Viva, Vetus and, or Cletus and Velveeta down the street are like, I'm perfectly fine with working at the gas station. Man, I wish I was. I really do, because it would make life easier. And I, I do. I really do wish that I had. I was more of the mind that I could just be happy uh, doing whatever. I, I, I really wish that. I would love to be living in bliss, working for a rich CEO. I would, because it's, it's really hard to try and do otherwise. It's extremely difficult. I've been doing YouTube and podcasting for four, little over four years, just a smidge over four years. October of 18 is when I got the bright idea to do a fantasy football podcast, which was, it worked out pretty well. Got paid a little bit, had fun. It led me to what I do now. It led to this technically. Took my hands off the wheel. I'm sorry. But uh, it's, yeah, it's a long road and it's not exactly fruitful without uh, the perfect stroke of luck or the perfect work ethic. And the problem there is how do you work on these things fully? How do you give it your all when you have to go somewhere for 40 hours a week? Again, I'm not blaming the corporation. I'm just saying it's extremely difficult to make shit happen when your time is limited because I don't have the time to do what I want to do. There's so much more so many more videos probably more podcasts more everything if I just had more time but alas I do not I do not have that time and that's what sucks because it's ticking away as we speak while I'm driving here I could be doing something that's more for me I could be you know working on that next video working on that next podcast working on making my actual mark in this hellacious landscape called Earth. It's rough, man. Let's switch gears, though. I'm not going to just pound you <laughs> into oblivion with uh, anti-corporation talk because it's, it's what the world's built on. You know, the world's built. We need, we need corporations. We need businesses. We need those places to give your uh, everyday human being a job and, and a way to live and I just wish it wasn't so time-consuming. Like, if I just worked 8 to 12, no big deal. It's all good. I'll work 8 to 12. Fuck yeah. Four hours a day, no problem. I can give that to a company without feeling like I'm I'm wasting my life away. I can do that. For real. No problem. That's not the, that's not the case. Let's switch gears in a big-time hard way. I, uh... I've got a... I've, I've got, like, a sports podcast kind of thing. And uh, I don't record episodes for it a lot. But my God, I live in Ohio. I'm only a couple hours from Cincinnati. I'm sure you know where this is going. 
And uh, people were upset about that Bengals and Chiefs game. And it's rigged. The officiating's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it does, it does kind of seem to be, honestly. For the first time in a long time, I am starting to really believe that, you know, game situations could possibly be tampered with for sports betting purposes and, you know, whatever other purposes the NFL wants to make of, of things. But you know what? That's part of the reason why this year I really take, took a massive step back on sports. That is another time waster, in my opinion. A game, a sports ball game, it's fucking three hours. It's it's long, really long. That's a lot of time wasted. Now, again, I understand that some people just fucking love it, and that is fine. I used to love it. I played fantasy football for like 20-plus years. I was really big into sports, but all of a sudden... This whole shift, like me being middle-aged, I guess you could say this is my my version of a midlife crisis, which is not so much a crisis but an awakening, is that I no longer want to waste my time viewing content, sports, a.k.a. sports, that I have absolutely no control over, nothing to truly gain from. It's kind of like a drug. Like, you get your fix of the NFL or your fix of college football, but it goes away. When your team wins that big game, it goes away. Like, once it's over, it's over. You may feel good about it for a day. If you win a Super Bowl or a national championship, your team, I mean. I mean, I'll tell you what now. Uh, it, you, you may celebrate internally a little more than that and externally. But for the most part, it's a, it's a quick fix. It's a quick little boost of joy. And it's, um, I don't know, it's not really doing it for me anymore. I guess I need to move on to bigger, harder drugs like podcasting and YouTube. Because sports just does not give me what I need happy-wise, happiness-wise. So I really took a big step back. I did watch that Chiefs and Bengals game, and it was an absolute atrocity. But just like the UFC and boxing... You cannot put yourself in a position to let the judges determine the outcome. So anything that you're keeping close, like a 20 to 20 game or a, you know, a boxing match that's split going into the final round, you know, you, it's hard to win if you let someone else pick the winner. You have to run away with the win. You have to figure out how to make it indisputable that you won and neither neither team really did that the other night so the judges came into play they decided who won that game and a bonehead play by that Osai guy which he's young you know I still don't understand how as a professional football player you you could shove someone after they're way out of bounds like the fact that you're not aware is mind-blowing to me which just makes you think as well you know Hey, if you get an opportunity to create a penalty that'll sway the game, we'll give you X amount of dollars. I'm not saying that's what happened. I'm just saying it really makes you question things. And in the world we live in today, where controversy is actually more good for money-making purposes, look at all the political commentators out there fucking raking it in from being asshats. It is financially beneficial to be fucking dumb to be fucking ridiculous. 
to be a propagandist, to be my tea didn't add at the end of that. It's more beneficial to be a terrible human being. That's where we're going with this. It's more beneficial financially to be a terrible human being than it is to be a good one. A little alarm there. But uh yeah, it's it's what a world we live in, you know? I definitely sound like the old guy now. Hundred percent. Live in a world where these whippersnappers can be dicks, dick, dumb, dumb fuckers. <laughs> Sometimes I get tripped up. I am also focusing on the road. But yeah, we, you know, it, it sucks. It sucks being that guy. It sucks being that middle-aged guy who's stuck in his generation. Another podcast, cheap plug, YouTube channel as well, stuck in my generation. I'm, I'm pitiful, I know. I'm just trying to live the American dream, damn it. I want to be self-sufficient, do everything for me, not for a company. But NFL, back to that shit. Like the 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 depths of which 2023's dumb goes. That Demar Hamlin guy from the Buffalo Bills who got injured, really injured, taken out in stretcher, collapsed on the field. But social media, which is fucking right there to root of all evil with religion and money. Social media had a lot of folks saying that Demar Hamlin had been cloned. You know, we, we cloned him. We didn't make a baby. We just cloned an adult version of him. You know, we just went ahead and turned the Easy Bake Oven up to adult and out popped Damar Hamlin. Like, come the fuck on, people. Like, I'm sure there's a lot of shit we don't know and a lot of shit that we're naive about. But, man, to go on social media and just spit your theories, of which you have no grounding on except for grainy videos on the Internet. We have HD, we have 4K. Smartphones take brilliant video. See? But we we go on there and we spit dumb conspiracy theories over grainy videos that could be so easily altered. So easy. Most altered videos, if you really want to try to pull something off, not for like a, an actual smart production, but if you want to try to fool someone, you make it grainy. It's hard. It's harder to pick out the flaws in a grainy 1990s style video and that's exactly what happens like facebook and twitter you you see all this conspiracy shit and like oh i caught so and so red-handed eating a child grainy video edited all to hell but but people don't people don't see that they just see video evidence video evidence so damar hamlin's a clone yeah we're really fucking stupid you know bounce bounce we're really stupid it's it's mind blowing how dumb we are. It's disappointing. It's discouraging. It's uh, like it's twenty twenty three. What happens in twenty forty five? How fucking dumb are we going to be then? Like I know the cliche has been used a million times, but do we get the uh, idiocracy shoving a triangle block into into trying to shove it into a circle hole? Is that how dumb we're going to be? Because we're we're on a real quick path. But seeing it and it's a double edged sword. It's like my generation. And the older generation than me, we're the dumb ones. We're the dumbasses. Gen Z, like the these kids that are all about love and kindness and acceptance, not that that's a general general statement I know. But I I believe that general statement to be more true than false because I've I've met a lot of these kids. I have a twenty year old son. These kids 
are growing up around their gay friends, around their, you know, different nationalities, different race of friends. And exposure is what makes you accepting. Like you, you know, people like me that grew up in Southern Ohio, where I went to school with like two to three kids that were a different race than all the fucking redneck white kids that that went to school. Like, luckily I had that exposure and like our class was pretty tight, but there were still a bunch of racist fucks and homophobic fucks in school when I went to school. And that's starting, that's changing because the exposure is different. Kids are going to school and their friends are not just like them anymore. And that's, you know, that's good. That's, that's what we need because ignorance is the problem. And when you're not exposed to different cultures and nationalities and religions and sexualities, like you're afraid of everything you don't know. That's not an excuse, by the way, because I grew up and and never hated anybody or had any ill feelings. And, you know, and I know a lot of people like me that, you know, just saw everyone as human. So it's, it's definitely not an excuse, but it is helpful. Like I, I've seen good people that are misguided and ignorant, sorry to say the, you know, the, the baseline of it. I've seen people change because of exposure. So it's, that's the good thing. Gen Z is our fucking last hope. Honestly, it's our last hope for climate change. It's our last hope for harmony and peace. And I hope, I hope they bring it in because my generation is fucking everything up. Seriously. I talk about those kids and at the same time uh, parents my age and people my age are fucking up their kids because it's my generation that's hooked on opioids and you know it's my generation that things are dire and granted that is because of our our parents you know it's just a slow it's a slow degrading parental platform is what it is it's a it's, it's all slowly kind of going to shit and i think gen z is the hope that they are going to be the ones that do not want the life they lived and they're the ones that change it i hope i didn't just miss my turn this is going to be a problem with this podcast but i'm hoping they're the ones that change it because they're the ones that put their foot down and say no we're not going to treat our kids like we were treated which you know that's the problem before this gener- generation is we repeated what our parents did. And it looks like this might be the first generation that does not repeat, but they move past what their family or parents did as they were growing up. That's the hope. That's my hope. I don't know if it's, you know, a hope worth hinging bets on, but that's my hope. So we'll see. We went from not working your life away quickly to cloning (laughs) and conspiracy and quickly to how Gen Z is going to save the world. They may not. I'm just, I'm speculating out of hope. That's, that's what I'm doing here. Trying to, trying to speculate out of hope. Well, we're going to go to this manager's meeting. I'm in my uh, city destination. We're going to go waste some hours of our life and try to do a decent job try to do a good job at what we're doing because that you know you might as well make the most of your time if you have to spend it at a job that's the point woohoo napkin city that's the point uh 
that I, I kind of want to relay across. If you're going to spend eight hours at the job, you might as well make something of it. Which I hate to say that because I'm I just wish I was working for me again, but I'm not. I'm going to be spending eight hours doing something. I should probably at least do something with that time. I don't need to be the best. I don't need to be the world killer, the best manager, the best this, the best, the best, the best, the best of you. But you you can't just waste it away either. You can't just sit and do nothing and then have no initiative, no drive. Me having drive at work does translate into me having drive uh, with my content creation. So if I at least feel a little bit good about what I'm doing at work, it does carry over. So that's something to keep in mind, I guess. Yeah. Longest episode ever. Made it past half an hour. My drive is literally half an hour. This is a good way to time my drive, too. This is all just working out for the best. Everything's just working out. I guess. Roads aren't too bad. I'll see you guys next time on In the Car with Bark. Podcast form. Listen to it wherever podcasts are played. And uh, YouTube on my channel, which is just a self-titled Bark that's me that's what i go by i'm that kind of you know uh narcissistic asshole that i go by a a a prince like name not the prince was he might have been narcissist i don't know i don't know bark is my nickname it is what it is i'm an asshole or i'm not it doesn't matter i'll see you guys next time on in the car with bark